Alright, so it's been a good while. Last week I was busy, so I was unable to make an episode, but now since I am available, I can finally create an episode. So last week, um, we talked about AMVs and Nightcore, and the week um, before that, we talked about my first anime. So it seems we sort of have a trend going on here. Honestly, I could talk about fandoms, I could just go on and on and on about anime and such. So, I know that that's kind of on my brand. <laughs> Especially since, you know, I, I kind of just draw pretty much anime and that's all I draw. I don't really want to call my style anime, but it does look like that. So, today what I have in mind is likely going to be straying a little bit from the anime ideal and we're going to be talking about other inspirations that I've had in the past or I still have now. So if you already have been following me for a good while you've seen my art style go through several several changes um, that includes me experimenting with a more simplified design stubby noses um, that are more like soft wooden blocks you know like those little wooden blocks that kids play with and you know more I guess exaggerated face shapes eye shapes etc and different line art usually I draw inspiration from whatever I'm interested in so that would include things like Friday Night Funkin, Danganronpa, all of that when I first got into Danganronpa a year ago, actually, um, I started getting into drawing that sort of thing more instead of keeping it simplified, but then later decided that I wanted to try out this more simplified art style. After a few events in my life, I then switched back to trying to improve my anatomy, face, facial expressions, drawing faces in general. So that's that. I know what first got me into drawing was just it being sort of a hobby. I did it whenever I was bored. I did it because it was sort of a lot of what I had in general. And that's what I would put a lot of my attention to, a lot of my work into. In the younger years, I actually had to do these kinds of things where we would just write a book and the class would either bind them all of our pages together or we would make individual books. And those would be like our little projects. There was not really a single week where we weren't working on one of those things, I'm pretty sure. But it was always fun because we always got to make a little library and bind the books and things like that. So those books usually required illustrations, if not always. And that was one of my favorite things about it. So sometimes if we were able to take liberties with that sort of thing, I would not waste time and I would immediately draw like Furbies, horses, you know, the works. I had a Furby phase and that actually got me into drawing more. Um, I think what mostly got me into drawing at, for the first time would be Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's was my first fandom and that was also when I had more access to the internet. That was a great time actually, back in I think 2014 or so. We're all here. There's a ton of those animatics. There's a ton of Ask Fri Friday Night... <laughs> I keep saying Friday Night Funkin'. Five Nights at Freddy's characters. You know, the Q&A sorts of things. 
um, that sort of thing got me into drawing. And I later combined things that I enjoyed, like Furbies, with Five Nights at Freddy's. And that would be pretty much all I did. Um, I used to make these little comics and things like that. And, you know, that's kind of transferred to me now. I still do comics. But there was, um, a few that I know of. They weren't very good, <laughs> as you'd expect. Um, if I could read it, I would. But I think if I read it, it would just ruin my entire career. One of them was um, a self-insert, and that got destroyed. Another one was a self-insert with Foxy, as you'd expect. And then another was an insert with my friend and um, Marionette from Five Nights at Freddy's 2. And that's that was my magnum opus for a little bit, I'm pretty sure. I made a really terrible original character, things like that. And a bit later I moved on. Several years later, actually, when I started to take drawing more seriously, I got into the animation memes fandom. And this is when I started drawing furries for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I started drawing furbies, furries, furbies, furries for a little bit. And that was because I was inspired by Sleepy Kink, but, um, he's actually known as Twisted Doctor now. Um, I still highly appreciate Twisted Doctor's art. It's absolutely amazing. The ambiance that he manages to pull off and everything is wonderful. Um, before I turn this into me simping for Twisted Doctor, um, what I'd do is I would basically imitate his art style but then I started kind of going like off with my own things and I started creating my own characters and I was aware that it was edgy and that was making that I was making it edgy but I just didn't care. I was having fun with it. And this is when I got my first social media, I'm pretty sure. It was DeviantArt. So 2017, I think. I've started getting into posting my work online. I think this was around the time Doki Doki Literature Club was released, so I was also working on things related to that. And um, along with Doki Doki Literature Club, there was also a lot of Cuphead. I loved Cuphead. I still love Cuphead. It's such an amazing game. The art is beautiful. Um, I was inspired by that sort of art style, with a dash of Bendy and the Ink Machine, of course, um, and I wanted to try and imitate that. So, so now it's just a mess of Cupheads, or like that old cartoon style, um, Twisted Doctor's art style, and then there's some anime thrown in there. <laughs> and that was a lot of what I focused on after that. When I got more into the Cuphead fandom, I started logging onto Tumblr more, um, getting involved in things like Bendy and the Quest for the Ink Machine, that's what it's called. I don't know if that um, alternate universe comic is going on for a while, but it was made by the Great Rouge or the Great Red Rouge or something. Um, that comic was a lot of my life. I checked Tumblr pretty often just to see if that comic updated. It was basically the same way the Perfectionist AU was going to be, 
um, formatted. I'm assuming you're from my Instagram account, but if not, the Perfectionist AU is um, a Danganronpa alternate universe that I created that I made a comic out of, and I'm still kind of making a comic out of. Anyways, um, it was formatted similarly to what I was planning for the Perfectionist comic before I decided to just focus on the comic instead. And, but it's a comic that's, or story that's told through a comic while also being an ask box. So, um, fans would type in questions or comments or whatever, or just any input at all, and the creator would choose from any of those asks that they got, and they would just draw. And usually it would be pertaining to the story, and there was a huge theme. The characters were very well written, and a lot of it just kept me in interested. It still keeps me interested now, actually. So I think that's actually where I got some of my inspiration. Now we're in for a doozy. I'm actually about to mention the Baldi's Basics fandom. This is when I first got into um, Instagram and I decided that it would be cool for me to start posting on there after I wanted to create an alternate universe and get traction so I could get attention for my art. And this is when I um, realized that Yandere AUs were popular, so I decided to toss that into the mix. I met many wonderful people through that fandom, and also some weird things, but um, the, the good overweighed the bad. This was my first um, experience with that sort of thing. And it was quite wonderful, actually. I did have to be the therapist friend for a good while, but... All of that started with me just having a sense of community from making a Yandere AU of a, I don't know, a mockery of those old education games. I cannot really see too much appeal in it now. It's like Friday Night Funkin', but a few years back. <laughs> but it was pretty sacred to me, and I spent a good while in there. And that's when I started shifting towards anime comic style. Then a bit later, I got into the Detroit Become Human fandom. As you can see, I skip around a lot. I bounce from fandom to fandom, and normally they're different from each other. Um, when I finally went into the Detroit Become Human fandom, that's when I started trying to keep a more realistic approach to things. So I would try and do realism. And boy, did that suck. The heads were always so small. I look back at them now and I just cringe. I just do not like that art period. I think it was better off when there were, like, furries. Um, they were more proportionate, in my opinion. And then I do remember, or I do recall, having a Star Wars phase. After my Sally phase phase, and then another Doki Doki Witcher Club phase. After all of that, I was into Star Wars. And what I did is, like, I would still try and do realism. I had taken a break from realism after I exited the Detroit Become Human fandom. And decided to go for cartoon, a more cartoony style once again. Kind of on the edge of realism, but not really. And then I went all the way back to realism. Um, I remember someone once was like, what the heck happened in May or March or whatever? 
when I showed uh, my art in 2020 post. And that's exactly what happened. I just got interested in the new thing and decided that I wanted to try and reflect off of whatever I was interested in. That just so happened to make me do some really bad realism. I wouldn't even call it realism, honestly. It still seems pretty cartoony to me. But, honestly, I think all of it has made me grow as an artist and a person. Person because that's how I meet people. That's how I get to know people. That's how I get to explore my own personality. Get to know what I like and dislike. Things like that. And that sort of thing is really nice about um, really banding together as a community. If you really ignore the bad parts and try to spread awareness that we're not all like that, fandoms can really be that sort of safe place for people. But you already knew that. I'm assuming you're here because, you know, <laughs> I am a fan, fan art account. Well, either way, that's my time for today. I made it a little bit ex a, a little bit longer, a little bit extra longer, a little longer because I did miss a week and I am I apologize for that. I suppose if I really mass posted too, that would make it pretty ingen disingenuous. But thank you for listening to my podcast so far and thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you coming back, and I hope you have a good evening or morning or whatever, afternoon. Yep, that's all of it. Okay, bye.